0: Hello and welcome to Spicy Times. My name is Oliver Spicer. And I'm Louis. Louis, can you describe yourself in a type of pen? I'm not sure if it classifies
1: as like a pen pen, yeah. but a, a pink crayon. A pink
0: crayon? Yeah. I kind of classify that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has no ink. No. But maybe you could dip it in some ink. You could. Yeah. Yeah. And get a nice effect. Mm-hmm. A pink crayon. What about that?
1: I don't know. I like pink, mm. and I was like, do I want to be a pen or a crayon?
0: Yeah. I chose crayon. Uh, what about the waxiness of the crayon?
1: I can be I can be a candle.
0: And um, don't we all just want to burn? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, like, light. <laughs> no, 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 no. Give light burn. to the world. Okay, burn. All right. So you want to burn, therefore yeah. be waxy like a candle. Yeah. I can, yeah, that's good. Children are more associated with crayons. Mm-hmm. Does that have any impact on your choice?
1: I'm technically a child. Yes. Lego. Okay, yeah. well,
0: cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you never want to grow up, or?
1: Yeah, I'm Peter Pan. I don't grow up.
0: Mm-hmm. You are Peter Pan. <laughs> I-, I was wondering about yeah, the yeah. all green and the, yeah. yeah, flying. And the fact that I killed a crocodile guy. I mean, you didn't need to bring him there, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> he's a nice <laughs> nice addition to the show. Okay. Well, this is Spicy Times, the podcast full of games, and our first game is Time Period Parallels. I'll give Louis a modern-day situation, and he must describe the equivalent situation from a certain era. And today, we are making modern situations into the Victorian era. Okay. So what is the Victorian equivalent of being left on red? When you send
1: a letter to someone, but mm-hmm. they don't respond.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. How did they transport letters? Like Like hand? By hand, yeah. Maybe, like, the postman is very lazy, so therefore you're not going to get your letter back. Yeah. So you won't even be able to send any letters.
1: Yeah, or if you cared enough to, like, walk all the way to the house and then, you Mm -hmm. know, and and gave them the letter. Yeah. And they just,
0: they never walked back. Uh, Carrier pigeons also. Yeah. Maybe if the carrier pigeon got shot... Or eaten yeah. or something, then yeah. uh, that is the equivalent of being left on red. Also, it's slightly worse because now you don't have a pigeon. Yeah.
1: Mm. It's being left on red, but a pigeon dies also.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would be the Victorian implications because their society was quite strict about being left on red? Yeah, obviously.
1: They're, mm-hmm. very, they're very serious they cannot be left on red it's not
0: <laughs> would there be a law saying condemning people yeah. from eating pigeons
1: yeah if you eat pigeons then you're you're putting someone on red and you take responsibility mm-hmm. for them being left on red
0: how would you know that a pigeon is your pigeon and not someone else's pigeon
1: um they each have their own individual colour they all at a
0: certain colour okay yeah what happens when you run out of colours you never run out of colours <laughs> <laughs> Then you can eat the pigeon. Yeah. 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 So if you ever see another pigeon... The same color as yours, just eat it. Yeah, you're legally allowed to eat that pigeon. Yeah. Okay.
1: The punishment is like when someone's like sad or like annoyed that you got left on red, Mm -hmm. the person who ate the pigeon has to take the backlash from the person who got left on red. So like if they're angry, who got left on red is angry, then the person who ate the pigeon is able to be hit. By the person <laughs> who got left on
0: right. I thought you meant, like, they resolve no, their no, any no, 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 kind of no. emotional that conflict. Is, that is resolving it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just <the> violence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sure they. that's how they solve solutions, mm-hmm. uh, both with pigeons and violence. Yeah. Okay, great. Coloured
1: pigeons, specifically.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. How would you dye a pigeon? Like, the whole thing or just the collar?
1: Um. They each have, they're like, yeah, it's like a cat collar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they all have names.
0: Is it like a cat where you can yeah, find yeah. the address? Yeah. All right. So, saying you shot a pigeon down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, you have this pigeon. Mm-hmm. How do you hide a pigeon?
1: How do you get away with murder? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I'm
0: not. Okay. I'm not saying full on murder. I'm just saying pigeon murder. <laughs> That's still full on murder. Okay. Maybe in Victorian society, when being left on red is illegal, but you, you dissolve the body in acid. Okay. That's that is big. all right. All right. Okay. <laughs> So the next modern day situation that we need to transform back into the Victorian era is calling in sick to your job. I feel like calling in sick to your job is
1: more like you're not actually sick. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, think. it's a bit of a lie. Yeah, so maybe it's like I don't know what 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 would like a a lie be like that?
0: Like I've lost both of my legs. <laughs> <laughs> so therefore i can't work therefore i can't work they had pretty bad working conditions yeah, yeah. so i feel like you would need an extreme excuse
1: like, i don't know maybe it's like child labor It's like well i just turned 18 so bye bye <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right yeah <laughs> i think they're more interested in the, the work than just purely <laughs> exploiting children so calling in sick would be telling them it's your birthday
1: yeah you're actually like you were you were 13 but then you're like well I'm 18 now, but yeah. I'm not going into
0: work. But the next day, you'd be like... Uh, I, I miscalculated. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my abacus here. Yeah, I forgot one yeah. of the beads. There we go. The factory owners would have to constantly check up on the age. Yeah,
1: on, on the specific yeah. abacus of the child.
0: Uh, maybe you could have a collar around <laughs> <laughs> Different coloured, of course. Yeah, of course. That tells them your age. But if they were the same colour. So the age thing, what about the leg thing? like an extreme injury. Yeah. So the next day you would have to kind of be
1: like, well, I've got to actually, you know, I've got to, if I really want to sell it, I've got to chop off my legs.
0: Mm. Yeah. So you just have to like, yeah. But if you have, you only have so many times you can do that, right? Before Before you just don't exist. Yeah.
1: Uh, And this is like a octopus.
0: Yeah. Child labor octopus. Like, um, was very bad in the Victorian era, but he could miss eight days. So eight days. And then he can't go to work at all. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if that quite works, logically. It definitely works. Mm-hmm. What about accidentally muting your television?
1: If your form of entertainment was like a live show rather than television, it would be like accidentally knocking the performer unconscious.
0: <laughs> like throwing a brick or something? Yeah, by like accident. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like instead of uh, hurling tomatoes or something, yeah, uh, you would hurl a brick, mm-hmm. knock them unconscious. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That would be pretty bad. When you mute your television, you can't find a way to turn it back on, no. usually. So, how would that... <laughs> you just sort of,
1: like, <laughs> get up on stage, for like, oops, sorry, yeah. and, like, keep on trying to wake them up.
0: Yeah. yeah. What would happen if people were fighting over the volume, trying to make the volume different in a theatre? Yeah. There'd be, like, a
1: lot of tomatoes going mm-hmm. over.
0: So, is there, like, a set code that you'd use? Maybe it's,
1: like... I don't know. You you feel, you feel like a small tomato mm. at at the person, right? Yeah. And it's like it's like it's like a small sound of pain. But you feel like a massive tomato or like lots of tomatoes. Oh I yeah. Volume, you know.
0: That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a code using the size of tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So if you get a lot of small tomatoes, yeah. that means go quieter. Yeah. Um, and then a brick, it means go silent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Which is all, why all,
1: all the entertainment is just throwing stuff at
0: people. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. like. You don't even care what they're saying. No. It's all about uh what you're hurling. Our next game is back and forth blame. Louis and I will go back and forth trying to justify our actions and blame the other for a wrongdoing. All right. Okay. So the wrongdoing in this episode is smashing a car window. Why would you do that?
1: I can't believe you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, I'm just saying there was a dog, a hot dog. Yeah. In the <laughs> and car. I don't mean... A hot, uh, an animal. Really <laughs> I mean, a hot dog, <laughs> and it looked very tasty. Mm-hmm. And as we know, there are only a limited supply of hot left, dogs, yeah. yeah, left in the world yeah. since since the hot dog depression of yeah. twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um. So therefore, the smartest thing to do was to break in and uh, take the hot dog. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So oh. really, I blame you. <laughs> for allowing me <laughs> for allowing me I can
1: clearly see how I'm, I'm to blame here.
0: Yeah, yeah okay yeah. so what's your justification <laughs> why did you allow me to get a hot dog because
1: I thought that you know maybe if you got the hot dog mm. you'd you'd be satisfied and you'd just stop breaking cars you just keep breaking cars Sometimes, when there's not even hot dogs in there,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've never learned my lesson. Sorry to
1: expose you, but there is not hot dogs in (laughs) some of the cars.
0: Okay, sometimes there is a hot dog, and sometimes there isn't.
1: Sometimes you just want them so much, you see one in the car.
0: Oh, of course, like there's definitely the illusion kind of aspect, but also the fact that they might be hiding it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you have to really go really deep into someone's car.
1: Yeah, they break in to see.
0: I would go break in, take it to some kind of warehouse, disassemble it screw mm-hmm. by screw. Yeah. Check every crevice, and then Ope, when you open,
1: can I open the tires to see if they've hid one in there.
0: Oh yeah, no, that's actually yeah. more common than you think. <laughs> a lot of uh, tire manufacturers <laughs> yeah. actually put hot dogs in their tires. They smuggle
1: hot dogs over the border. Mm, it's like tires. Uh,
0: stuffed crust. Yeah. But yeah, but tires. You can actually hear it when oh, someone's coming yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, the highway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're like you're like a specialized like dog. You mm. can hear stuff, but like you hear, like, you're like a search dog for hot dogs.
0: Mm. I have my hot dog who senses hot dogs. Yeah. yeah. So basically. It's actually my fault for yeah. hiding all the hot dogs. And I feel like, yeah, like. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. I huh. feel like you introduced me to the art of the hot dog. Yeah. And breaking into cars. <laughs> <laughs> therefore, judge, therefore, judge, I believe it is louis responsibility
1: <laughs> we're like both to judge also at mm. the same time yeah yeah overruled um. <laughs> objection S-
0: sustain i don't know okay
1: um wait, so i'm to blame yeah for,
0: for your introduction because you love hot dogs so much yeah yeah that's right yeah right
1: <laughs> i feel like you're you're so in love with hot dogs you just it's become normalized to you and now you think everyone loves hot dogs as well
0: (laughs) the reality is just you (laughs) no 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 my psychiatrist said that hot dog obsession isn't no it's only me that's obsessed okay i don't want to push hot dogs on people you're
1: you're pushing your hot dog addiction on everyone (laughs) And feeling like everyone has a hot dog
0: addiction, so you can be okay with yours. <laughs> but Louis, you didn't say that you didn't have a hot dog addiction, so. Therefore, I do. Yeah, so therefore, <laughs> if people want to say that they don't have a hot dog addiction, uh-huh. they can just tell me and I'll be, I'll be frank with that. Look, I'm telling you. Yeah, okay. I don't like hot dogs. Wow. You know what? I'm blaming <laughs> you further. <laughs> because I feel like you dislike hot dogs, uh-huh. means I must like hot dogs even more. Yeah. To balance out our relationship.
1: So my my lack of love mm. for hot dogs, you, yeah. have, you have to take on board yourself.
0: Mm. So I have grown to love hot dogs because uh-huh. whenever I have a hot dog, I must have two more mm-hmm. just to compensate for your lack of hot dog love.
1: You know what? I blame anyone who's vegan because they are, they're not taking their responsibility for loving <laughs> hot dogs and it's all going on you. That's not
0: fair. (laughs) I do eat up to 50 hot dogs a day. Yeah. Just for all of the people I know who are vegan. Yeah. Which is like a lot of cars. Mm -hmm. Because I I didn't even know till yesterday that you could buy hot dogs from shops and stuff. Mm -hmm. I thought they grew... Inside the In cars, carts. yes, yeah. and I feel like that information was brought about by you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm gonna
1: blame Elon, Elon Tesla himself.
0: Yes, Elon Tesla. Yeah, um, Elon Tesla
1: made a bulletproof car.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How are you gonna get your hot dogs?
0: Exactly. I feel like I need to practice on cars. Yeah, <laughs> so to, I can face the bulletproof to train
1: one. for the new wave of yeah.
0: bulletproof trucks. Really, let's blame the army here because uh-huh. tanks you can't get into tanks they're no. super well designed to
1: guard hot dogs
0: to guys. guard hot dogs i mean what do you think that long like nuzzle thing is for true that is just one big hot dog <laughs> okay so basically i need to practice on smaller cars just so i can 100 percent efficiently yeah uh tackle a tank i so- blame hot dogs <laughs> okay so which one us <laughs> is to blame i
1: blame you elon tesla himself
0: okay so we've yeah. decided that elon tesla yeah um out of the musk corporation mm-hmm. um, is to blame. <laughs> okay, great. Irregular idioms is our next segment. I have a selection of weird sayings from a particular country, and Louis must guess the correct idiom out of three possible options, two of which I have made up. Okay. <laughs> and today, all of our idioms are from Iceland. All right. Do you have knowledge of Icelandic culture?
1: Nope, not really.
0: Great. Right. Well, then you'll just go into this blank and mm-hmm. you'll come out with a three real idioms and nine very not re- Oh, no, that's bad maths. <laughs> <laughs> you'll come out with three real idioms and six, six. There you go. not very real <laughs> idioms. Very false. Okay. Our first set. I will discover your passion on a mountain. I will discover your fears on a lake or I will discover... Your secrets on a beach.
1: I feel like discovering your secrets is like... It could be like, I'm going to find out what you did. Yeah. And then I'm going to prosecute you for it.
0: Why would that happen on a beach, specifically? I feel like a
1: beach... Well, I feel like the mountain and the lake. Mm -hmm. If I find out something I don't like, then I can then prosecute you for it by (laughs) pushing you off the mountain. Are
0: we still doing a law thing? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. But like... Yeah. On a lake, it would be like... And then I'm going to throw you in the lake. Yeah. But on a beach, it's more like, I'm going to find out your secrets. Like, I'm going to get to know
0: you and not like a... Of course. Yeah. Not like a threatening thing. You can do what to me? Like,
1: push me into the sea? (laughs) No. No, no, no. no. I'm saying, like, the first two are, Mm -hmm. like, bad secrets. And then the the beach one is, like, become friends.
0: Oh, okay. You know? So it's really growing stronger. Yeah. Because beaches... (laughs) Are nice places. Are signs of friendship yep yep <laughs> so the fact it's a nice place means when you discover someone's secrets on a beach
1: they're nice secrets
0: yeah yeah cool so it's like a surprise almost mm-hmm. great um what about i will discover your fears on a lake
1: i feel like that's more like threatening Hmm. Yeah. yeah
0: i can yeah. understand that what about lakes make them threatening
1: Because the lake
0: is actually a lake of tears. Oh. And they're crying because you found out their darkest secret. (laughs) That just sounds sad more than (laughs) threatening. So if you find out your fears or the place filled with sadness, Mm -hmm. what does that mean? What does that create?
1: It means that the the secrets bring sadness.
0: Oh. Yeah. That's very sad. Mm -hmm. And the first one, I will discover your passion on a mountain
1: well okay first off I thought like you know I'm gonna throw you off the mountain and okay. find out
0: yeah. what you've done mm-hmm. you know oh so you're like motives yeah so you're gonna like chuck someone off a mountain after you find find out why they did something
1: Or well, like it was like I find out something that's bad
0: which mm-hmm. is your secret then you're getting thrown off the mountain <laughs> Well, I'm really nervous right now. With those hot dogs. I
1: mean, it's, it's kind of a coincidence that we're on a mountain, but, you know,
0: I will push you off. I wondered why you requested specifically to record yeah. on a mountain today. Um, and it is, it is very far down. Mm-hmm. And I feel like actually you are more stable than I. Um, and you're kind of putting your arm out right now. Don't worry. There's a car at the bottom with lots of hot dogs inside. Oh, nice. No, it's, it's okay. So which one do you think is the real? Icelandic idiom, I will discover your passion on a mountain, I will discover your fears on a lake, or I will discover your secrets on a beach.
1: I go with the the lake one.
0: Okay. I'm sorry, Louis, because I will discover your secrets on a beach is the real idiom. Oh. Can you guess what that means?
1: I don't know. I wouldn't really associate that with Iceland. Yeah. That's kind of true. I feel like more like mountains and lakes would be like... Mm. I don't know, it sounds like a a tropical holiday, (laughs) which is not what I picture.
0: So you're discovering someone's secrets on holiday? I don't know. So it means I will get my revenge. Oh. So it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Quite simple, but effective. Mm -hmm. The beach uh, is a very revengeful place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I I know. (laughs) So I was (laughs) swept up as a small child and brought here... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> from iceland um the next three which one is real hold the salt on with the butter or ease the mustard they're all kind of cooking related yeah things you could say to someone hold the salt hold the salt it rhymes that's mm. a good start good start okay <laughs>
1: um i don't know maybe maybe people don't want don't want flavor in their food
0: oh okay you know whoa yeah
1: well salt brings out flavor
0: mm. Mm. if
1: you hold the salt you don't want the
0: flavor. So in your life, maybe, what might that mean?
1: I don't know. Maybe it's like you want to live a
0: materialistic life. Oh, okay. You don't, want,
1: <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want the flavor. You just want mm. the food.
0: What is the flavor? In this metaphor? <laughs> no,
1: no, no. Okay, because the salt brings out the flavor, right? Yeah, of course. If you don't want the salt, then you don't want the flavor. And the flavor is, like, the, the emotions in life. Mm-mm. Whereas if you hold the salt, you just want the materialistic things and not, like, the, the emotions. Oh.
0: So you want everything on your plate. Yeah. But it could taste better if you had the emotions. Mm-hmm. Wait, what is the salt in this? <laughs> the salt <laughs> is the stuff that brings out. But what... <laughs> in-, <laughs> in real life, what is the salt?
1: Your way of life.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So you've got to add your way of life to get emotions from your materials. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what about, like, salt is used to cure wounds? What about that?
1: Maybe you're, like, at a point in life, mm-hmm. but you don't want to be healed,
0: and you want to, you want to learn from your wounds. Yeah. So you can get salt in yeah. your food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we just need to delay the salt now to get more salt later in life. But, but hold the salt for yeah, now, yeah. please. Yeah, Hold the salt. <laughs> what about on with the butter it's like it's another metaphor for life of course of course yeah, yeah.
1: um like butter is like really fatty right mm-hmm. so you're you're your living life to the best extent but not in a good way you know yeah it's like if you eat really bad foods and you're not thinking about life in general you're just living life now <laughs> but like you'll probably like die really early yeah because you're you have a bad diet
0: because the food is so awful that you're eating yeah because it contains so much butter
1: uh-huh so you're like living life for now but mm. it's like badly
0: not long term yeah at all okay it sounds awful but i like the yeah. message behind <laughs> it what about ease the mustard
1: i don't know i'll be honest
0: mustard is kind of aggressive uh-huh. it's a bit sour yeah it's a bit too savory mm-hmm. um what might that mean in life?
1: Of course, another metaphor for life in terms yeah, of
0: food. they all are. Yeah. I mean, food just means life. Yeah, pretty much. Of course. That is why hot dogs should be allowed to be distributed evenly. Yeah, of course you'd think that. And therefore, hot hot, if they are in is. a car, <laughs> they are limiting its distribution, and it should be free. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, ease to get, the mustard. not to get political or anything yeah. <laughs> anyway vote for me in your next uh, general election and also ease the mustard so it's like stop living life yeah like mustard <laughs> <laughs> ok yeah like stop yeah, being so yeah, negative Yeah. that makes sense ok which one do you think is the real Icelandic idiom halt the salt on with the butter or ease the mustard I'm just going to go with the middle one oh and you are absolutely correct on with the butter oh. what do you think it means No idea. Carry on. Get to work. On with the show. On with the butter, because butter butter is a integral part of Icelandic shows Mm -hmm. and life. Yeah,
1: and life in general.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because as we know, Icelandic shows and cooking are all metaphors for life. Mm -hmm. And our final set. There are so many ideas in a fox's tail. There are so many wonders in a cow's head. Or there are so many fears in a deer's ears. That's a lot of rhymes. Yes. Yeah. There's so many.
1: Wait, what was it with the cow?
0: Wonders in a cow's head. I feel
1: like that's probably like a, a vegetarian thing, like yeah. a vegan thing, where it's like mm-hmm. cows are perceived to be dumb. They actually have wonders, and you shouldn't kill them. Mm. And you should let them live life and pers- Pursue their wonders. Yeah. (laughs) What are their wonders? (laughs) Uh, Eating hot
0: dogs. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I support it. And uh, on the backing of the hot dog party, Mm -hmm. that is our number one priority. Yeah.
1: Like, because cows are perceived to just be like dumb Mm -hmm. and they're like just a source of food. Whereas maybe it's like if you perceive someone to be dumb and like just, I don't know, doing labor, you know, like just supplying food. Mm hmm. But you should actually not perceive them like
0: that. Yeah. yeah. So people may not be unintelligent due to their jobs mm-hmm. or their species. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can get that. What about there are so many ideas in a fox's tail? It's like a
1: picture says a million words. Oh. You know. Okay. So it's like a fox's tail isn't like that significant in life. Yeah. But it has a lot of meaning if you look into it. Hmm
0: it's about how intricate life is and but how life is butter. Life is butter because mm-hmm. you can spread the hot dog fox tail mm-hmm. on your car, car <laughs> to make it go faster. Yes. There are so many ideas in a fox's tail. Foxes are thought to be as, like, cunning, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe it could mean there are a lot of trickery in a small bit of a person. Mm-hmm. mm Mm-hmm. Like their ears.
1: There's so many ideas. of this is. Well, that's depressing. Because it's like everyone has so many
0: bad thoughts. They could fill a whole ear with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just cramming in there. I don't
1: know how big the thoughts are, but you could fill a lot of them in an ear. Mm-hmm.
0: Ear sized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are so many fears in a deer's ears. What might this mean? It's like if, you,
1: if because like a deer, mm-hmm. like if it like hears something coming and then yeah. it'll start
0: running. So it's like,
1: There's a lot of like bad things that hears like if if a deer like hears a car, then it'll start running. But it's like because it fears the car. Yeah. So it's like it hears a lot of bad things, and they'll they're all like affecting the deer.
0: Mm. And what's the message for people from that?
1: It's like there's a lot of bad things in life,
0: and then you're scared of them. (laughs) (laughs) Incredibly motivational.
1: Uh It's just an observation. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So maybe if the deer didn't use its ears. It wouldn't have so many fears. Mm-hmm. So we should stop listening.
1: We should stop being paranoid. No,
0: just stop oh, altogether. No, I'm go- just yeah. not deep. Just like no. plug up your ears. Yeah, earbuds permanent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which one do you think is the real Icelandic idiom?
1: Um, I've gone the middle every time, so I'm going to go in the middle again.
0: You are right. Yeah. Am <laughs> I? Yeah, but the second time you're right. Oh. Just by trial and error. <laughs> not even by trial and error. Just by picking the middle one. Yeah. There are so many wonders in a cow's head means the world is so wonderful. Oh. Not really a vegan message, for sure. I mean, I guess they can think that the world is wonderful. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Alternative couplets is our last game where Louis must decide which action he would rather take out of two rhyming pairs. All right. Okay, great. So the first pair, would you rather fill your nose with rotten peaches or be told that your neck is one of your best features? I would
1: rather fill my nose with rotten peaches.
0: Okay, why is that?
1: It would affect me. Well, I feel like if, if my neck was my best feature, that would be depressing. Mm-hmm. Or I'd
0: be a giraffe.
1: <laughs> either one. I mean, it could be good. I I wouldn't mind being a giraffe, to be
0: honest. <laughs> so you're either depressed or a giraffe. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's
1: like a 50-50 split of mm-hmm. being
0: depressed or a giraffe. It's rolling a dice, flipping a coin. Yeah. Like, there's no way of telling which one you're going to mm-hmm.
1: be. Whereas if I fill my nose with rotten peaches... Yeah. Then it's like, it's bad all the time, Mm. but it's only for a short amount of time.
0: No, you have to really cram them in there. Yeah. They're never coming out.
1: They have to stay there forever. Mm. Okay, well then I guess I'll be a giraffe.
0: Okay, let's meet in the middle. You have to put them in, leave them for a day, take them out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or
1: be a giraffe forever.
0: Or just like, have a greatest neck ever. Yeah, giraffe. That is a giraffe. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so like, the implications behind this is you would rather become a giraffe that yeah. could not communicate... Yeah. ...rather than filling your nose with rotten peaches for just one day. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm
1: a solitary giraffe. Okay.
0: <laughs> you can be with people. <laughs> nope. Other I'm a people. solitary giraffe and I <laughs> eat leaves. And you got to hate peaches now.
1: Okay, um, well, I guess I'll hate peaches and only eat leaves.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So filling your nose, you wouldn't be able to smell anything. So therefore... If there was a worse smell than rotten peaches... Because mm-hmm. I feel like rotten peaches like is bad, but it's not awful. Yeah. Then you could fill your nose with rotten peaches, and mm-hmm. then you'd just smell rotten peaches. I
1: think after a while you just wouldn't smell anything. Yeah. It would be, like, be neutral. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe we always smell rotten peaches. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're definitely going for... Be told that your neck is one of your best features. A.K.A. become a giraffe. Okay, great. How would you live your new giraffe life?
1: I would capitalise on the fact that I am a giraffe, and I would set up a safari Mm programme surrounding myself, the giraffe. Like a show, almost.
0: Yeah. So you would profit off the fact you are now a sentient giraffe? Yes. Okay, great.
1: I'd use the money to burn all peaches. Burn them all? Yeah. So
0: other people could not enjoy them? Yeah. Okay. So, would you rather learn to play the guitar upside down or take legal advice from a professional clown?
1: I think learning to play the guitar upside down would be pretty cool.
0: Yeah. You'd be like, Jimi
1: Hendrix 2.
0: <laughs> Except not, not quite as cool. <laughs> yeah, so one was upright and the other one is, like, downwards. Yeah. The next one, sideways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will be balanced perfectly uh, and will never fall over. Mm-hmm. When you learn to play the guitar upside down, does mm-hmm. that mean you can only play the guitar upside yeah. down? Yeah. yeah.
1: You can't play it the right way up.
0: So, if anyone ever asked you to play the guitar, you would have to balance on your head. hmm. hmm. Might that be dangerous?
1: It might be. Maybe if you did like a performance in like a, a dangerous location. Yeah. Yeah. Then you'd like heighten the danger. But maybe mm-hmm. you could do like performances where you put yourself in dangerous scenarios and then
0: people want to see it more.
1: <laughs> so, like, it's like you're balancing on your head on the top of a mountain mm. while
0: playing guitar. So, it's like a stunt almost. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, zero gravity, mm-hmm. you could play your guitar there. Mm-hmm. Or underwater, because it's easier to balance, probably. Yeah. But taking legal advice from a clown, mm-hmm. is that very bad? Or is that, like... That is... That's pretty bad. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, I'm scared of clowns. I wouldn't want to talk to one anyway. Mm. So, taking legal advice... I'd have to really be concentrating. Do
0: you <laughs> and, uh, Do you think they would be good at legal advice?
1: Um, I don't, don't want to doubt any clowns' abilities to give mm-hmm. legal advice. Yeah. I'm more scared of the fact that I have to concentrate on the fact that I'm talking to a clown. And then that would scare me and not make,
0: want me to concentrate. Is there any possible way you could kind of talk to a clown, maybe through some kind of mirror or yeah. a mesh, without mm-hmm. getting frightened?
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But then I think as soon as I knew it was a clown, I'd be like, oh, wait. This is a clown.
0: But he gives really good legal advice, Louie. But it
1: does not distract me from the fact that I'm talking to a clown.
0: (laughs) Okay, so which one would you rather?
1: Um, I'd go with the stunt guitar.
0: Okay, so you'd rather learn to play the guitar upside down. Mm -hmm. What about trip over every fifth step you take or discover your designer underwear is actually fake?
1: Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, designer clothes are, like, lots of people buy them because they like the fashion. But, like, a lot of people just buy them to show them off. Yeah. I feel like if they were underwear, they're, like, that's not as important as, like, Mm -hmm.
0: your coat, you know? Of course, yeah. Because
1: your coat, like, it's seen more. Mm. So I feel like it wouldn't be that bad, even if you're, like, really into
0: it. But you would feel wrong all the time. You just feel
1: (laughs) that you only have one pair.
0: But they're, like, Gucci. You can only afford one pair if you (laughs) buy one pair.
1: (laughs) So maybe there's a permanent discomfort in your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. so it would just weigh down you mm-hmm. every second of your life mm-hmm. whilst tripping over every fifth step you take <laughs> would be the best thing that ever happened to you Louis
1: um yeah mm. Wait, if you're like climbing like steep stairs maybe if you trip over like the every fifth one you just fall all the way down again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like cows they can't go upstairs yeah. or they can go up but not down Mm-hmm. Yeah, tripping downstairs. Yeah. That would be kind of bad, yeah. Yeah. Um you couldn't hike up mountains as well. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't push people off when they tell you your secrets. Uh uh-huh. Of course. Which is very important in Iceland, especially. Yeah. But it would also be very embarrassing really. Yeah. Mm. Because I get worried about tripping over. So if I did it every fifth step I take, I would take very long steps. <laughs> or very little steps at all. Yeah. Or maybe just not walk at all. Yeah. Mm. Maybe replace your legs with wheels. Yes. And then you don't take any steps.
1: Or maybe you maybe you move onto an ice rink mm-hmm.
0: and just skate everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And kind of, how would you propel yourself first? Oh, does that count as a step? You're more gliding than okay. stepping. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or you could do, again, become an astronaut. Mm -hmm. no steps
1: why don't you take it up with the clown he gives good legal advice he can advise you on whether it's stepping or not legally
0: yeah Yeah. and also the clown can teach you some funny recoveries from tripping yeah Mm. (laughs) so we're all saying go to the legal advice from the clown yeah okay great uh which one would you rather
1: i'd rather trip every fifth step
0: okay what about be able to tell a personality by smell alone or live in outer space under a large plastic dome. Oh. Yeah. What planet is the
1: plastic dome on?
0: It's just kind of gliding through sp- is yeah. Spain. <laughs> Spain? Yeah, <laughs> it's going through Spain. Uh, it's just kind of gliding you know, there's, through there's space. There's no gravity in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's just gliding through space. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe it could do a tour around the solar system.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be kind of cool. If it was, like, see through plastic. Yeah. And then you can sort of, like, see everything through your dome. Yeah. And it would, like, block out any UV rays. It's
0: really good plastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like sunglass material.
1: The finest plastic
0: mm. ever made. Yeah. And you would just go up to it and might like, feel it because it's so great. Mm-hmm. Gucci plastic. <laughs> okay. So what about being able to tell a personality from smell alone?
1: I don't know. Maybe maybe you wouldn't want to know everyone's personality. Whoa. If, if you were in, like, a... Like, if you went to prison and everyone has a
0: bad personality, Mm -hmm.
1: maybe that would be a really bad smell.
0: Mm. But you would be in prison also. Yeah, (laughs) true. Would you get, like, BO from, like, your own personality? Yeah.
1: Mm. Maybe it would encourage you to be a nice person.
0: Yeah. Is it objective or or is it just, like, somehow, like... The universe knows. The universe just knows what your personality is. Mm -hmm. So you could, like, really tell if you were being rude to someone. Yeah. Just because you would smell like yeah yeah if you're like charitable you'd smell of like perfume Mm -hmm. but maybe you would begin to associate smells with characteristics Mm -hmm. and then you couldn't be able to like smell anything normally without going oh this apple is a prick
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) he probably doesn't even like his family
0: oh no (laughs) such a
1: horrible apple it was a bad apple (laughs) yes yeah but what if you went to like a a perfume shop Mm -hmm. you're like shopping for perfume and like and then you disguised yourself as a as a nice person because you bought perfume oh yeah yeah so you'd have to stay away from certain smelly areas if people use that to like judge whether you're guilty of a crime you just buy some perfume and then you're innocent
0: Mm -hmm. as we know everyone with perfume is innocent Mm -hmm. that's a rule of life it is okay so that will live in outer space
1: i'd go with living in outer space
0: i'll visit you in the Yep. moon. when it goes past the moon I'll visit <laughs> yeah. you because yeah. you live on the moon too so I do live to, on the yeah. moon, on a mountain, on this huh. mountain in fact, <laughs> it's very tall <laughs> <laughs> well thanks again for joining us for another episode I've been Oliver Spicer and I've been Louis and I really do hope you can join us next time for Spicy, Spicy Times, Spicy times.